0: So glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where you learn ways to save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Coming up in just a few minutes in today's Clark-rageous moment, being ripped off is the least of the worries when a doctor under a cloud is treating you. I got some important information for you to know about doctors' backgrounds, and coming up yet later How about you being able to get around in a robotic vehicle? It's no longer sci-fi. It's already happening in one major American metro area. I'm going to fill you in on how it works and why it's coming to a town near you before you know it. I want to talk right now about something that is an ultra, ultra popular financial service That is growing exponentially and it's called Venmo, V-E-N-M-O. Venmo allows you the ability to pay family or friends money at no cost to anybody. Venmo also is trying to grow a business where people pay businesses through the Venmo app. And so it is... An ultra easy way, let's say you're out to dinner with friends and one of them is trying to earn points on a credit card or something and they want to pay the bill and then you pay them through Venmo. That's a very common way it's done. And so Venmo has eliminated anybody ever having to write a check to somebody else and has eliminated any cost of doing business and it's why the banks are terrified and they put up this lame thing called Zelle that you should avoid like the plague. But Venmo has a serious problem I need for you to be aware of. Venmo is set up, its architecture at base allows anybody to see potentially all your contacts and all your friends' contacts. It, when you look at dangers with privacy... Venmo, as its base architecture is done, is a privacy nightmare. But there are lots of things you can do in Venmo's app simply by changing the privacy settings. And we have at Clark.com the steps you should take to make your Venmo account more private, less at risk. But The only way to really get Venmo to clean up its act is for people like me to talk about it and talk about how the lack of privacy with it creates potential identity theft problems and potential theft problems. And to that, I want to reiterate something I talked about probably about three months ago, and that is criminals trying to steal your money by getting you to pay them for things you see promoted online, advertised online, Craigslist, whatever, eBay trying to get you to pay them, sight unseen, over Venmo. You pay a crook money, a con artist, money through Venmo, there is no possible way for you ever to recover that money. Please be aware and wary that the best use of Venmo is as originally designed to split up checks with friends, give money to a friend or relative, whatever it is you're trying to do that's a simple transaction with people you already know. Tim is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Tim. Hey, Clark, how are you? Great, thank you, Tim. You got Thanks for something, taking my- Sure. You got something to tell me about your wallet getting a little thinner every year, compliments of an insurance company.
1: Yes, it is. Exactly. Um, I had bought a term life policy back in my early 20s, newlywed kids, uh, you know, right over the horizon. And uh, fast forward 30 years, my kids have grown and gone. My wife has grown and gone as well. So um, I'm sitting here uh, wondering if I need to continue with this term policy. It's not terribly expensive. It's only like 46 bucks a month for $100,000 coverage. But um, I'm in a stage of my life where I'm thinking I may not need that anymore and I wanted your opinion.
0: So creeping up each year, so if you bought it 30 years ago, even if you'd bought an annual, I mean, a um, level term policy, you ran out of the level term period and every year the premium will step up and as you move through your 50s, it will st- the slope of increases will steadily go up. So you pointed out that there was a clear need for the insurance when you bought it and for years after that. But today, no one is dependent on you financially, correct? That's correct. So there really is no reason for you to continue this policy unless there are certain bills you want to make sure are taken care of at the time of your passing, or if you want to uh, have some money that goes to your kids at the time of your passing
1: okay and that's what i was thinking and and as much as i do love my kids i don't necessarily think that my passing should be a time for them to fatten their accounts they're doing fine on their own so um, maybe (laughs) i'll take that uh, (laughs) i'll take the money that i've been using for my insurance policy and go buy a uh, theme park ticket
0: or something Um, how about that well you'd have 500 bucks (laughs) that's right so what what if if we split it what if we split it and you put 250 each year into a Roth IRA for your retirement. Okay. And the other 250 you go to a theme park on an off-peak day and get a couple of days out of it.
1: That's a great idea. I will do that, Clark. Thank you so much. I really appreciate
0: your opinion. Absolutely. Have a great day.
1: You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Timothy's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Timothy.
1: Hey, Mark. Hey, this is a
2: great honor to be able to speak with you. Thanks for uh, listening to me.
0: Well, great to have you here. What's going on?
2: Okay, so uh, back uh, almost a year and a half ago, I put a $1,000 deposit down on the Tesla 3. Uh, To be honest with you, I was uh, sort of thinking about possibly trying to sell it for um, a, a relatively quick profit. And I'm wondering if that's... Still possible
0: it is not it was um, only in the first probably six months of production when Tesla couldn't figure out how to make them yet and mm-hmm. so there were people that were trying to jump the order list that were paying people way over the asking price to be able to get one uh, the one of the German automakers I forget which one, paid five times price to be able to jump the line so they could take it apart and reverse engineer how Tesla wow. was able to build that vehicle. So the only reason to hold your position for a Model 3 now is cuz you want to have a Model 3.
2: I'm a little bit too much of a cheapskate uh, for that. I've I've got a Honda that works to, Hyundai I mean that works just fine for less than half the price.
0: Well, and you could never save enough money on gasoline buying a Tesla to ever close the gap between your Hyundai and a Tesla. So All right, Clark. So well, I would I get your, that answers it. they got your $1,000, right?
2: Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's refundable.
0: It is refundable. So go get your $1,000. bucks. that will buy a lot of gasoline. <laughs>
2: that's for sure. Okay, Clark. Thanks for your help.
0: Sure. Have a great day. The only thing I got to say about Timothy is he has no idea how much fun he's missing not having the opportunity to drive a uh, Model 3 because, oh, they are fun. They're pretty unreal. But uh, the $35,000 one is not going to be released till next year. So the cheapest you can buy one right now, new, I think is 46000 lot of money for a car so
3: joel um we have time for an ask clark here yeah clark i think maybe a couple susan wrote in and she said clark where's the best place to buy cheap potentially floor model appliances i just want to save a lot of money
0: so there are any of a number of places and one that only recently has gotten into this business for uh refrigerators is the company called Ollie's Bargain Outlet from Pennsylvania that is very heavily in the eastern half of the country, they now are selling um, what appear to be scratch-and-dent refrigerators, the the big ones that, that, you know, the big refrigerator, freezer, dual-door ones. They're selling those, and the prices look decent. Um, in many parts of the country, you may have Appliance Smart which is a chain of stores that sell scratch and dent and uh, manufacturer overrun of various appliances. And a lot of the times, like, for example, I know some people are into getting washers and dryers that look pretty. I will never understand that. So buying one even that's got big dents on the front for a washer and dryer, You can get a great deal on that. Go for it. And in in local markets around the country, there are non-chains that sell scratch and dent appliances, and it is a wonderful way for you to save money. You just have to look for those locally. Often, you'll see ads for them on Craigslist
3: in a local market. All right, Clark, and Kathy wrote in. She said, I received a text from a friend regarding a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation giveaway for $150,000, but I have to pay $1,000. Is that for real? Breath alert. Breath alert.
0: Uh, it is a big, fat scam,
3: and you should avoid it like the plague. Great. Okay. And Valerie says, should I purchase trip insurance if I'm traveling within the United States? It depends on what kind of trip you're taking. If you're just
0: uh, buying an airline ticket to fly from point A to point B, I don't generally recommend trip insurance. The full fare airlines though charge these massive fees for change and cancellation and the money beyond the fee can only be used for other travel. So that would be something that would counter why I don't recommend trip insurance for flying. So if you are looking at buying a ticket, really on anyone but Southwest, because Southwest has no penalty fees at all, if there's any issue with aging people in the family or something like that, you might consider buying uh, trip insurance policy, but the better way is to have a credit card that in return for using it to purchase travel includes trip insurance just with using that to buy. The most popular of all cards that do
3: that is the Costco Visa card. All right, let's take one more real quick. Ronald says, this week you mentioned a website for calculating social security benefits, and it wasn't related to socialsecurity.gov, but I don't remember what it was. Can you refresh me?
0: Sure, it's maximizingmysocialsecurity.com. It's $40 for, I think, a one-year license. You're able to run any of a number of scenarios, and it will help you definitively figure out the exact right moment it, you should claim Social Security, and what formula you should claim based on a particular married situation. There are so many different circumstances that can enter into it on the ideal moment to make that claim. Today's Clark Rages moment could be a matter of life and death. It is a scandal enveloping the medical industry, and it involves doctors Protecting their own.
3: Scams. Ripoffs. Outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment.
0: This is disturbing on so many levels, I don't even know what to say to you. USA Today did a lengthy investigation of how doctors are able to wipe clean their prior misconduct. Situations where doctors have done things so egregious that they have had to forfeit their medical license. But doctors are able to jurisdiction shop and move to another state and reactivate their medical license with no paper trail at all that a patient or would-be patient could see that the doctor had been disciplined to the point of losing his or her license. Now, there are there, the circumstances where a doctor has his or her license lifted, it has to be an extreme thing. Doctors are given chance after chance after chance before their license is, in fact, revoked. And doctors know who have their license lifted, that they can go somewhere else. And just by picking up and moving, it's as if none of that ever happened. And USA Today details situation after situation where doctors who were able to get away with this harmed patients in the state they moved to. The American Medical Association, the lobbying arm for doctors, needs to step it up Because this is inexcusable for a doctor who has harmed others and harmed others to the point that their license is taken away, are able, with a wink and a nod, and other doctors, their peers, looking the other way, go and have their licenses reinstated. For you and me, what do we do? Because we can't stop this. It's up to doctors to behave and discipline their own. So what you and I have to do is before we go to see a doctor, we need to dig and dig and dig and see what we can find out about him or her. Most doctors do a great job and are never going to be subject to a discipline procedure, proceeding. But you also want to know that the doctor you're looking at choosing is one who's had a great record, who has made patients really happy, and is serve people well. And what is serving people well? Treating them with dignity and improving their health. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to keep more of what you make. And advice is available for you by going to clark.com slash ask. So it's been cold in a lot of the country lately. Some places have already had some snow, Subfreezing temperatures. I think you need an excuse to go to Arizona this winter. And it's worth it for a field trip because if you go to the Phoenix metro area, you will be able to take your first ride in a fully autonomous vehicle. That's right, all the talk about self driving vehicles, robotic vehicles, well now Waymo, W A Y M O, who's been testing this for years and for millions and millions of miles, now for the first time is offering rides where you you pay to be picked up by the ride hailing service. So it's like Uber or Lyft where you have the Waymo app, but what's different is that it's cheaper because You're riding in a robot vehicle. And the business model that Waymo is using is they have done deep data of every mile of road that they cover. So it's not just like what Cadillac or Tesla have done, where, and they're not fully autonomous yet either, but where their vehicles are traveling. On roads in the place of Cadillac, they've done a fair amount of mapping. Tesla, not the roads, the cars just taught how to drive on a route and not run into other vehicles and things like that. But Waymo is so way beyond that with what's known as level four driving. And so Phoenix area passengers could be in the beta, which started a year and a half ago, more than a year and a half ago, and now it's at the point where you actually pay to get in the vehicle and have the vehicle drive you around. So it's funny, they are rolling it out slowly, so it's unfairly teasing you about being able to just go take a vacation there. They had 20-some-odd thousand people sign up to be the first among those that could pay to ride in an autonomous vehicle, and they only selected about 500 of them. And But pretty quickly, their thing is to ramp this up, because if you think about Uber or Lyft, the overwhelming amount of the cost is for having that wonderful driver drive you around. So imagine what it means once vehicles are able to totally navigate on their own, know where to pick you up, the door opens for you and all that. And what they did is Waymo did this arrangement with Chrysler where they equip Chrysler products with all the Waymo technology they've developed and you're able to ride autonomously. This is one of those changes that's coming to everywhere but uh, rural America pretty quickly. And, you know, technology has provided the greatest separation in decades, maybe much longer than that, between what's available to people in rural areas in the United States and what's available in urban and suburban areas. And it's creating, I mean, think about the problems with people having... Internet access in rural areas is just one more example. But being able to get around without having to do the driving is absolutely where we're headed. And people being born today may never learn to drive because by the time they'll reach driving age, well, no one will have to know how. Frank is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Frank. How are you doing?
4: We're doing great, sir. How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call.
0: Sure. What's going on?
4: I have a quick question. I want your opinion on this. I have my four-year-old granddaughter, and I'm looking to get her some stock that can just progress over the years till she gets probably 18, maybe 21. And I found this place online that sells them as single shares and you get the authenticated certificate with it and everything and I just want to know your opinion on that.
0: So be careful with that because you probably have to pay some meaningful fees. How much are the fees for you to buy single shares?
4: Uh, the average single share, uh, usually it, it didn't say the fees on it, everything was included in the price of the share. All
0: right, that, that makes me really nervous. So I don't know which uh, place you went to, but one that I know is legit is a way for you to do so is stockpile. Okay, is that one you've seen?
4: Uh, no, sir. And I, plus I've looked them up, and they've got uh, a good rating with the, I guess the
0: Better Business Bureau.
4: Business, yes.
0: Yeah. So, but but just because they deliver the shares and all that, if you're having to pay, not a market price you're having to pay above a market price your money is not efficiently being put into that stock okay and that makes me unhappy cuz i want a dollar put in to basically be a dollar coming out for your granddaughter
4: okay
0: but i got another question for you before i go on with other options yes what are the odds that your granddaughter is going to go to college
4: uh, she's four now, so...
0: Well, in the family, like, is it, is it tradition in your family uh, that people go to college or not so much?
4: Yes, my daughter went.
0: Okay, so she probably, if she went, uh, that's the greatest indicator, predictor, of whether a child is going to go to college is if the parent went to college. Okay. So if she went, the thing you can do that I like uh, even more is that you give money for her for college. And the reason I like that is you can go into what's known as a 529 account with from very tiny amounts of money to large amounts of money and add to it as you wish over the next 14, 15 years till she would go to college and the money grows tax free for her and it's spent tax free. Okay. And so these plans are really easy to set up, and you can give money to her, her mom to open the 529 account for benefit of your granddaughter, or you can own the account for the benefit of your granddaughter. Okay. And that would be my favorite, and because that's really easy and simple, and there's not a whole bunch of junk fees and you can buy these free of any commission. Okay. So if college is likely part of our future, that's my top, top recommendation. Oh, okay. So if you go to Clark.com, I have what's called my 529 plan guide. You can just search for 529 in the search box, skip past the ads that will show up, and then you'll see my guide.
4: Okay, I think I've been on that before, too, that's I'll, I'll go to your website all the time.
0: Oh, well, great. So that would be my first favorite for you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. And so then, you know, she has the benefit of that money growing, but here's the best thing, is that lots of times kids mature at different rates, and when she gets to be a late teen— if she's not as responsible as you'd like and you've sacrificed and put this money in for her and then she would blow it you don't have that happen with a 529 account because it's controlled by either you or her mom B is with us on the Clark Howard show. Hi B. Hey
5: Clark, thanks for taking my call. Sure B,
0: you have brought something to the table that is an ever increasing problem. Hit me with it.
5: Alternate Credit bureaus, and I'll tell you, and I've just learned about it today, Googling. But I got a letter from a wireless provider that said I was approved for cell service. Ugh. I did not apply. I called them, and they let me know that the individual's name who was on the letter that came to my home, yes, indeed, had my social security, had my birthday, and yes, was approved for cell service by this provider.
0: And let me ask you one detail. Did they use your social security number and other information, but use a different name or did they open it also in your name?
5: No, my social, my birth date and a different name, uh, first name, same last name.
0: All right. So that's an increasingly sophisticated fraud known as synthetic identity fraud, where they make it tougher for businesses and the uh, credit reporting agencies to ferret out the fraud When somebody uses a false name with a fake state-issued ID, but a fake one, and then your other information, they walk out of the store with a fancy phone that uh, they then maybe fence or they use themselves on another service.
5: Well, good good point. They never actually got the phone. They never provided the service. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, this was a letter from a provider going, "You're approved not for the not for the uh, benefits you want for some, you know, for other another program, yada yada yada." And I confirmed with the provider they never opened and got a phone. All right, but I so freak out,
3: not- freak
0: out, your fellow um, listener. The credit bureau involved is one no one's ever heard of, right?
5: Uh. The, the provider when i called them back had not even the credit people and that service provider that uh, wireless service had not even heard of them and didn't even know they were using them yeah and <laughs> and when i called actually i talked to that credit bureau it's yes. called they are called alternate credit bureaus the woman representative from that company said there are hundreds of them and they're called alternate credit bureaus you can find them under if you google it you can find them on the internet Yes.
0: And so um, this one, ironically enough, I don't know if they still are, but they were they themselves that this cell phone carrier uses the credit the alternative credit bureau is owned by a company that prides itself on being able to prevent identity theft. Oh,
5: I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, I, it, so help help me. How do I how do I so so Equifax came and went. I froze everything yeah. 18 months ago, whenever that happened. I thought it was just the big three. Now it's like 300.
0: Yeah, How so you system? can't you can't prevent every possibility and every eventuality. Right. So this is an area that what's happening is the cell phone carriers that are using these alternates are doing it because they're giving them a lower price to run background. Yes. And they're looking at the fraud that results because... People aren't even going to know who these alternate credit bureaus are. They're looking at the fraud as just like a shrug of the shoulders cost to doing business. So don't drive yourself nuts. You know, you're going to eliminate most of the mischief people will cause by freezing your credit with Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. Done that. And so you've done what you should do and know that this is, at this point in time, We're really in a freak show environment with the obscure credit bureaus, alternate bureaus being used by industry, and it's like people will get these weird letters. But synthetic identity theft is the nastiest of all, and thank goodness your credit is frozen with the three majors, because otherwise these perpetrators would have caused all kinds of other problems like applying for credit as if they're you or buying vehicles under your social security number.
5: Well, this firm's website advertises of authorizing banks. They didn't say mortgages, but they said credit cards.
0: Yeah, they're a backwater. Don't, don't, <laughs>
5: okay, don't, okay.
0: that's aspirational on their part. Almost um, all credit checking is done by the big three. And the good news, nothing bad has happened as a result of this because you caught it, talked to them, and they're not going to give the crooks service or cell phones, right?
5: No, they, they froze it, no, and I actually went to the firm and had, had it frozen for the firm they use, too, for what it's worth.
0: Right, so you've done everything right, so hopefully you can rest easy.
6: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
0: Hey, Clark, how you doing? A long-time listener and fan. Well, great to have you here. You love to travel as much as I do, I gather.
1: Yeah, I signed up for, um, I purchased something from a vendor, and then they had like a sweepstakes, which I like signed up for and didn't really think much of it. But then I looked at the, um, it looks like a new travel website, and I just don't know how legitimate it is.
0: So, what's it called? Dollar Flight Club. I'm testing Dollar Flight Club right now, and it's uh, roughly $40 a year for a membership, and it seems very similar to two, uh, one long-established and one for a medium-term established offering that gives you the latest weirdo deals for principally international travel, The one I like the most is scottscheapflights.com. Okay. And then there's another one called nextvacay, V-A-C-A-Y.com. Okay. And I, I use both of those routinely. Scott's is my favorite. And I will let you know over time whether I find Dollar Flight Club to be a good source or not. But this is an area of great interest because... The particularly fares internationally go up and down like a yo-yo I mean it's incredible how much the fares will move like um, in the last week Beijing has been as cheap as three hundred and 383 round trip I think from the west coast I mean try to imagine how cheap that is to fly that far around the world yes yes. Yeah. And
1: then another quick question for you. You mentioned there's like a uh, key or something you can put into your computer's USB to get this, the, the second part authentication. I think that's what you call it for banks.
0: Yes. Um, gosh, that's a very different question. Uh, so Google has one that, um, that is the Google security key that's available to anyone called the Google Titan security key. Okay. And so if you go to Google Store, which I think is, is that store.google.com, maybe yes. the web address, you can buy that, and it will provide you um, two-factor authentication. And yeah, it's really easy. You just go to store.google.com, and it's right there for 50
1: Cool. Okay, let me know what happens with... Um,
0: Dollar Flight Club? Yes. I sure is. will. Have a great day. Good to talk to you. Thank you. You too. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.